you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Korah's Rebellion. We're still in the book of Numbers. As Israel went back into the wilderness, four men decided to set things straight concerning Moses and Aaron. The leader was Korah from the tribe of Levi. They formed a group of 250 prominent men and went to Moses. They said, You've taken your authority too far. We're a holy nation. The Lord is with all of us. Things don't have to always go through you. Moses said to Korah, I know what this is about. The Levites have been chosen to do the Lord's service. Now you want the priesthood as well. God has chosen the family of Aaron, so you are in rebellion against God. Tomorrow all of us will stand before the Lord holding censers filled with fire and incense. The Lord will choose who he wants to lead the people. Two of the organizers said, We're not coming. You've brought us back into the wilderness to die. Now you're telling us what to do like a king, so we won't be there. This made Moses angry. He said to the Lord, I've never mistreated these people. I haven't taken anything from them, yet they hate me. The next day, Moses, Aaron, and all 250 men stood before the Lord with their censers filled with fire and incense. The entire congregation was there to watch. The glory of the Lord appeared, and God said to Moses and Aaron, Step out of the way, I'm going to destroy the entire congregation. Moses fell down and begged, Oh, God, don't punish everyone for what a few people have done. God said, Tell the people to move away from the tents of the men who refused to come to this meeting. So everyone moved away from those tents. The two men came out and stood next to the door of their tents, along with their wives, children, and babies. Korah went and stood with them. Moses spoke to the congregation. If these men grow old and die a natural death, then you'll know that the Lord didn't send me to do these things. But if something unusual happens to them, you'll know they were speaking against God. Suddenly, the earth opened and these men and their families fell into the hole. The ground closed up around them as if the earth swallowed them. People screamed and ran, thinking they might be swallowed as well. Then fire came and killed all 250 men who were holding censers with incense. The Lord said to Moses, Collect all 250 censers from among the men's ashes, hammered them into plating, and used it to overlay the altar. This will remind the people that the priesthood is only for Aaron and his descendants. Even with all of this, the people were still talking about the priesthood the next day. A crowd gathered around Moses and Aaron to talk about the people who died. They said, You killed God's people. Moses turned and saw that God's anger was not against the crowd. He said to Aaron, Quick, go get a censer and fill it with incense and fire. Run among the people and make atonement for their sins. God's anger is flowing out, and he's striking them with a plague. As Aaron did this, 
he saw that the plague had started. He made atonement for the people, standing between the dead and those who were alive. The plague stopped, but 14,700 died that day. To solve the issue of the priesthood, the Lord said to Moses, Have each tribe bring a walking stick. Put Aaron's name on Levi's walking stick. Place them in the tabernacle. I'll make one of them sprout. This will make the people stop complaining about you. Moses followed the Lord's instructions. The next day, not only had Aaron's walking stick sprouted, it formed buds, blossomed, and produced almonds. The people saw this and were amazed. From that day, they didn't even want to go near the tabernacle, in case they would die. Aaron's staff was put back into the tabernacle for safekeeping. Verse 46 in chapter 16. So Moses said to Aaron, Take a censer and put fire in it from the altar. Put incense on it and take it quickly to the congregation and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord. The plague has begun. J.I. Packer says, quote, Wrath, the Bible tells us, is an attribute of God. The modern habit throughout the Christian church is to play this subject down. Those who still believe in the wrath of God, unfortunately not all do, say little about it. Perhaps they do not think much about it. To an age which has unshamedly sold itself to the gods of greed, pride, sex, and self-will, the church mumbles on about God's kindness, but says virtually nothing about his judgment. The fact is that the subject of divine wrath has become taboo in modern society, and Christians by and large have accepted the taboo, and condition themselves never to raise the subject. End quote. Couldn't have said that better myself. I've said comments similar to this in previous episodes. Yes, God loves us. Yes, God provides for us. Yes, God heals us. But God is a just God. He has wrath. And unfortunately, there's so much left out in today's preaching. For example, probably the most famous verse of all, John 3.16 is read quite often, and most people, even many non-Christians, know that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The problem is, very few people know the following verses, especially verse 18, two verses after the famous verse 3.16 in John. Verse 18 reads, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. That's so important, but that's left out all the time. I'm not Bible-thumping here. I'm not trying to be a doom and gloom. I'm just saying that God is a wrathful God. He is a just God, and we must always remember that. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.